Welcome to the Questions for the Sages podcast. I'm Michael Scherer. Rasa Pradadas first encountered the Hare Krishnas in Venezuela and maintained the connection while working as a musician in the United States. We talked about his increasing involvement in the Hare Krishna movement up to his initiation by a guru two years ago. You can hear the Questions for the Sages podcast on questionsforthesages.com, the Questions for the Sages Facebook page, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Thanks to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland, for making this podcast possible. Welcome to Questions for the Sages, interviews from the Hare Krishna community in Potomac, Maryland. I'm Michael Scherer, and today I'm talking with Rasa Pradadas. Thank you very much for agreeing to be on the podcast. Hare Krishna, and thank you for the opportunity to expose my ideas or yeah. what I think about and what I can, whatever I say can help out there. We, we've never really had a, a conversation, really. Um, who are you? Who am I? Yeah. I'm not this body for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a soul that lives in this body and am waiting to, to do the right thing to go back to God, to Krishna. No, uh, my my civil or my public name is Rafael Bracho. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 55 years old. I'm a descendant of a Puerto Rican and Italian-Venezuelan mother. My father is Puerto Rican. Um, I grew up in Venezuela. Uh, I'm one of the eight kids. I was the, one of the first one. And I moved back to the States 32 years ago. From? Venezuela. Hmm. But I was in and out. Mm-hmm. I, I come here, then I go back. I got to visit my dad. He lives in New York and then come back, back and forth. And um, I'm a musician as well. I'm a professional percussionist. Um, I'm learning how to play Merdanga, by the way. Uh-huh. Well, I was just going to say, I haven't heard you play. <laughs> it's it's a very... It's not a difficult mm-hmm. instrument to do it, but it has its techniques. Mm-hmm. And you got to be very gentle and, and have some discretion the way to play because I heard in India there is different way to play Merdanga. And, and I should just say, Merdanga is the two-headed drum that's often played in Kirtans and Hare Nam in the Hare Krishna movement. And it comes from West Bengal? West Bengal, yeah. That's where it started. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced uh, Merdanga. Um, it's interesting because I play African drums, and there is drums not look alike, but similarly uh-huh. uh, uh, build it. It is called bata, bata drums, and it's three different drums. Each one of them has an independent sound and an independent way to to play it, and it's been the help in order for me to start learning merdanga because you played each side you gotta be independent right and you gotta tell your brain okay left hand do this right hand do that and so the, and one side of the drum is bigger and one is bassier. the bass and the other one is the the, the high pitch yeah. uh, sometimes depends 
whoever plays it or whatever they they play it, they play it. Um, they tune it differently, but mm. usually it's a high pitch, the little one, and then the le the left one or whatever the big one is is a bass, bass. Now sound. I would assume that if you're a professional percussionist, that you were attracted to this movement by the kirtans. Uh, yes. And, and I'm going to tell you how this happened. Uh, 1978, uh, while I was playing in nightclubs and stuff like that, um, I used to hang out in a boulevard in Caracas, Venezuela. It's a big boulevard they call Savannah Grande Boulevard. And I saw this this guy with the, the ponytail or, or the big tail the or whatever. head and the orange robes. Yeah, and dressing orange. And I said, who these crazy people are? Mm -hmm. You know? I guess I wasn't the only one. No, saying absolutely, or absolutely about not. It. But mm -hmm. uh, then I, I, I had this curiosity to find out what it was. So I approached them. Very friendly people. Mm -hmm. uh, very gentle fragile people with a concept of of the love the ways to be uh exposed or practice and they call my attention and i stay there with them until they finish one of them invited me to the temple and i said listen i don't have the time but i promise one day i will go while i'm going home I didn't see myself picture in, in, in that kind of dress. <laughs> that, that I got big ears. At that time, I was skinny. Can you imagine me shaving? And I look complete. I'm an ugly person, but I will look uglier. Wow, I, I would I would disagree with you. There. <laughs> <laughs> but but it stood on my mind. 1979. I went to a friend of mine who he's from Colombia. His name is Samuel Del Real. He's a piano player, arrangement, composer. And he showed me, a, a, a um, let's say, a long play, a, a, the record, the, the vinyl record. And he saw me, hey, look at this. And I saw, uh, let me put it this way, a devotee sitting next to a merdanga, his japa hanging on the merdanga. And that called my, oh, that's... One of the guys that I saw, mm -hmm. but he was dressing differently. But I kept that for me. I didn't exteriorize what, what, what I was looking at. It. So he played the record. And uh, there was a song particularly that, that, that caught my attention because he, he started like, like, like a, a bolero. They call it bolero or mm -hmm. waltz. Mm -hmm. And over the song stops, and here comes the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I got goosebumps, and I go, oh my God, man, that sounds good. He made like two or three arrangements for, for, for this devotee. So he gave me the record. He said, I have another one, take it. So I took it home, I put it where my records were, and I forgot about it. 1982, 1983, this singer 
comes out and he was the boom on the pop music in Who Venezuela. His name is Elan Chester, but uh -huh. it happens that he was a direct disciple of Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. The His name is Havi Das. The Acharya of the yeah. Hare Krishna movement. His name is Hari Das? Ha Havi. Havi Das. Havi Das. Um, and what, he, he was popular on the, on the radio? He's, actually, after he came from India, that's what the understanding I have. He started doing music the way he wants it. You know, mm -hmm. he got his his followers and the other ones, I won't be, nah, I don't think it will happen. But he persists. So in, in 1983, he came out with, with an anthem uh, for us in Venezuela. In Caracas, there is a, a huge mountain called Cerro El Avila. And he, uh, he record. He composed and recorded a song dedicated to, to the Avila. Mm. And then I was sitting with my mom watching TV. And he comes out on TV and I saw him jumping and jumping and jumping. Everybody started jumping and jumping. He said, but the music doesn't have anything to do with this. This is me talking to my mom. Mm -hmm. And then I related him with the guys on the street when I saw 1978. They were jumping too. Mm -hmm. Oh, now I got it. So he was, honestly, he was the cause and, and, and the, the silent pusher for me to get involved mm. with Did you Krishna meet, consciousness. Did you meet him later? Later, around 19, 19, 1984, I met him in a concert. A, a common friend, uh, we went to a concert at uh, uh, Central University of Caracas, Venezuela, and he introduced me to him. That was, I'm talking to you and I kind of, kind of mellow down because he inspired even his music, regular wow. music, he's amazing. And he, he, uh, the silent pusher, that's what I said, the, the, mm. si the silent guilty person who, who pushed he's me. He's the one who's responsible for all this. <laughs> yeah. He's guilty. He's guilty. So from that point. I started no, seeing. So we're at the point where you're watching him on TV with your mother and yeah. saying, "How come he's jumping up and down?" Yeah, but but it's funny because it's like "Voy de petare como la pastora," and then when when it comes at the background vocal, "Cerro Avila, Cerro Avila," and the beat, the mountain. Yeah, and then the beat goes. It, 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 it gives you the, the 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 inspiration to start jumping, mm -hmm. and he was jumping and jumping. I remember it was in, in a jumping. Uh, how you call those things with the trampoline? Yeah, but a big one. He was jumping on it, and I'm like, "Wow, this is cool." Um, that was that was the the key of the door. All right. So, in my neighborhood, there was a guy who told me one. This guy who introduced me to him, he said, "Listen, um, on 1979, he told me, let's go, let's go eat for free." Mm. So really? And what you said, 79. 79. Javi mm -hmm. was 83, but I'm, I'm bringing you okay, back a okay, little bit okay. so we connect the points now. To free food. Yeah, free food. <laughs> <laughs> free food. And then he told me, it's vegetarian. Really? Oh. Was that good? Did you... Bo, we got to the table. I mean, were you like, oh, it's vegetarian, but I'll eat it anyway? Or, <laughs> or were you actually... No, Did I you was... like that it was vegetarian? See, the funny thing is my mother, she hardly eat meat. Oh, yeah? 
Okay, even though she was Italian and stuff like that, uh, the pasta in my house never had meat. Mm. She made lasagna without meat. And, and I was wondering why she did that, but I never asked. You know, mom is cooking, whatever she cooks, sure. you eat it. You don't ask questions. Right, right. You just say, it's you, delicious? You or, appreciate it. Or yeah. it's delicious. <laughs> you don't even go against <laughs> it. So, um, so we get to the temple. It was Sunday, Sunday feast. And boom, beautiful. Mm. I got goosebumps again. And I end up jumping as well and singing and Hare Krishna and Mirdangas and, and, and Kartals and all this stuff. And, and you know, it, if we have to translate the feeling, hmm. I will say you have migraine, severe migraine, and they give you a shot of ibuprofen and you feel on your body the way the thing works out and the, the headache goes away. Okay, so are you saying that um, you were going through life with a migraine, but you didn't realize it was a migraine until it went away? No. What I'm trying to say is that just being in the temple, mm -hmm. it, it fulfilled. It, it was something that got in my body, and, and, and I feel happy. Mm. It was a happiness feeling. You know, I was, I was content. I was... Uh, I even forgot about outside to the point I didn't want to leave the temple. I, I want to stay there. And my friend, we got to go. We got to play tonight. But but that was that kind of feeling. And it stayed with me for so long. Okay. So after I met Javi in Lanchester, um, then um, I decided to come back home to the States. And I ended up living in Miami. The first thing when I arrived in Miami at the airport, here goes the oh, Hare Krishnas, okay. Okay. you know, with yeah. incense or, sure. or candies, whatever. As a matter of fact, I got one of the first Bhagavad Gita on the on the hard shelf, the the, the red, of the, uh, how you call oh. that wine color. The red one, okay. the hard copy. You got that particular hard, I, hard, yeah. Hardback copy he had it there, and that the, he has the soft edition, and then they have the hard. I I like the the, the hard one, and um, I left the airport. I, I got to where I'm supposed to be. And now, the, had had you read the Bhagavad Gita at this point, or had you or you had any familiarity with it? No, 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 no. I okay. haven't read anything. I just remember Hare Krishna from the record. Okay. And Hare Krishna stayed on my mind until I went to the temple many times. By the way, I okay. went to eat for free many sure. times. Sunday, yeah. free mom, don't cook for me. <laughs> I, right. I get lunch later. Um, but it stays there. So the first thing I did was to ask one of my friends there. I said, "Listen, there is a Hare Krishna temple here." And he said, yeah, it's in South Beach, Miami, at Miami Beach. So really, wow, can we go there? You want to go to the Hare Krishna temple? Those guys are crazy, man. Do you really want to go? I want to go. If they're crazy, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. My brain is somewhere else, but I want to go. So I got there, Sunday feast. And it was like, welcome home. Hmm. That's the way I felt. It's, it was a feeling like everybody knew me. Why, why did this happen? Why? Why did you have that feeling? In, in I'm ignorant. 
I was I was I was an ignorant person. I I, I didn't know better than them. No, but you when you went to the temple, you, you, there was a sense of like fulfillment, of happiness, of something, some missing piece, like coming into your life. What what, what happened? Why is that? I know the feeling. I still have it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, 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 it gets intense. It, it grows on you. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Everybody there welcomed me like I, I was back home. And, and everybody was happy. Everybody was chanting. Everybody was talking. Everybody, you know, like like you came visit the family and, and Thanksgiving Day, for example, hmm. or Christmas. And everybody, hey, nice to see you. That's the way I felt. So I met Panchagora when it was... Panchagora? You know, Panchagora, yeah. Who's that? Panchagora is... He was the president of the temple at that time. He's now the, the president of the temple in Vrindavan, I think. In Vrindavan? Yeah. In India? In India, yeah. He's... I, I don't know his, his uh, karmi name, but... But did you have a, a good relationship with him? We, as a matter of fact, there is a story coming after that. Mm. Um... I met him, I met other other devotees, and, and I asked, do you know Javi Prabhu? Oh yeah, the singer. Oh my God, you know him? Yeah, I met him in Venezuela. Blah, blah. And, and, and that opens, remember, he was, his music was the key. Mm-hmm. Now when I get to the temple and I mention Javi Prabhu, the door opened. When the door opened, I said, I'm at home. And I start going every Sunday to, to, to the feast. And if I have time during during the week, I go during the day and I spend my day there. Just the association with the devotees. And I start chanting at that point. I remember that I met a couple that went to India. And she brought back a lot of paraphernalia. And, and I told her, do you have to, I asked her, do you have a japa on it? And she said, yeah, I have this. Do you one. have a japa? Do you have do you a have, japa? Do you have the, the string of beads yeah, yeah. that you chant on? And she said, yeah, I have a brand new one. I just bought it there. And I look at it and I say, I want it. Okay, it's yours. Okay, uh, what is the little bag? I had the bag to the, the, the bag beads. The bead The bag. bead bags. Yeah. And, and she said, this is yours too. She gave it to me. Okay, how much it is? This is nothing. You happy? I'm happy. I said, okay. Actually, that's my japa this day. I just change it. I still have those japa. Mm. And, 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 and I, I take care of them like gold, you know. Mm. I leave it at home. I chant with them at home. And I take my other japas to do on the street. And see, at that point, I start chanting. Ignorant, but I start doing it. And, and the relationship with the bodies, they start teaching me, they start telling me stuff. And then I start reading Bhagavad Gita. Very complicated book for me because I'm not, I'm not a good reader. But when I read, I try to understand everything. Hmm. So if it would be in Spanish, then I would understand better. But it was in English, so oh, I, I got, yeah. you know. But I did it. I started reading a little bit. Then I found the same the same style of book, the same copy, uh, the hard copy. I found it in Spanish. Bingo. Oh. I won the lottery. <laughs> now I'm going to get involved. And how, how, how different was it to read it in English and Spanish? Was it huge as far as like your ability to understand what was being said and explained? 
later on, um, I find out that translation uh, from the English to the Spanish of the Bhagavad Gita was done by Virabaho Prabhu Maharaj. Virabaho uh-huh. Maharaj. Um, it's a, an excellent translation, word by word. There yeah. is no... The good thing English and Spanish, they have similarity well, things. But did, when, you, when you were reading it in Spanish, did you feel like, um, you know, this is something that I should do? Or did it pull you in? Were you sort of... Um, like, how attracted were you, were you to the book? It, how can I say? You know when you watch a TV program, a series, let, let's say Lord and Order. Okay, yeah. You see the first episode. And then you're at home and it happened that day they're showing another episode. And you look at it. Then you start hurrying hurry from work or doing whatever because I want to be there. Mm. To watch the program right it's at that time there is no recording there is no black box to record anything so yeah, what I, yeah what i'm trying to say is the more i read the more i get hooked up hmm. now seeing the way of living of the devotees on the temple i wasn't prepared for that i'm gonna tell you why i was 20 22 23 years old i'm a musician I'm in the United States. I want to play music. Sure. If I do this, I can. I, I deny myself the privilege of being in there. Yeah. I, I, I chastise, that's, that's the word, chastise myself on being, on being on a part of, a, part, of, part of the Hare Krishna movement. Because I was thinking fame, I was thinking playing with so-and-so, I want to go to New York and play with so-and-so. And... and I wasn't ready for that. And you know, it's interesting. People don't generally pay to listen to music in the morning. It's always at night, isn't it? I listen to music 24 hours. Oh, well. <laughs> no, but I mean, the people who pay to come see it. Oh, yeah, it's a nighttime. It's, yeah. a, it's a nighttime activity in and, general. And, and taking, see, the, the four principles, it wasn't hard for me because I never did drugs. I never drink. I never, I never hardly eat meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chicken and, and fish. That's what my mother concentrated her, yeah, her yeah, cooking yeah. on it. But it was easy for me to, to left everything behind and become a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yeah. So I got four principles. I guess Krishna likes me now because, you know, <laughs> that was my thinking. But yes, I, I started chanting, reading, and there was a time... There was a time where, where I was wondering, what about if I left music behind and I go in there, involve myself into it. I'm seeing these um, acharyas, these, these devotees, high, high-class devotees, they're, they're, they're graduated, they're high uh, uh, um, university um, title and stuff like that. Why? I, I can do that. But music is still pulling me out. And, mm. and I have this um, desire of play the music that I want to play in New York. And, and it was hot at the time. That kind of music was at salsa oh. and Latin jazz. Yeah. And it was hot in New York. So I want to be there. I want right. to play with the guys that I learned this music when I was a child. And, and I did. But when I went to New York, I looked for the Hare Krishna. It hasn't been 
any move that I that I did around United States where I, I never asked for the, the the Hare Krishna, I always have that on my mind. I want to be close to the temple. Mm -hmm. And and little by little I was getting involved, but I keep my distance once again because you know, illicit sex. Um, you know, I'm a musician, you know, uh -huh. you meet all these girls and stuff like that. And I was ignorant, you know, I, I, I'm involved in, in material uh, satisfactions and, and making my senses work so well that, that I put that on the side. But I never forgot about it. So it wasn't until I moved to Chicago on 19, 1998. 1998? No, I left. I left. I left. 19. When was the the, the big earthquake on on San Francisco? That was two, uh, one. 98, 99, 97. No, 18, eight, 1989. Okay, that yeah, was the the big right. earthquake. I got scared. I left San Francisco, and I went to Chicago because it happens. The guy who introduced me to Elon Chester Avidas. With the record, he was living in Chicago and he has a band and he told me, come here and play with me. I did that. I did a move. As soon as I settled, I looked for the Hare Krishna temple. Mm -hmm. Then I went there once. Then I went back to Miami to do something else. But I knew that I have to come back to Chicago because this guy, I promised that I'm going to play with him. So I went to the Hare Krishna temple and I talked to Panchagora. And I said, hey, Panchagora, um, I want to live in Chicago, but I want to be on the temple. I want to be or close to the temple, but I don't want to get involved with, the, you know, with that life outside the temple. I want to I wanna experience the life in the temple, how that goes. So you wanted to try living no, in the uh, temple yeah yeah it, you wanted to see how that went with just with, like full full on devotee like no no like no. no not like a brahmachari or stuff like that but just like three four days or two days a week something like that okay but but remember musician nightclubs sure all the stuff drugs alcohol sex and videotape <laughs> yeah you're like um being pulled into opposite directions yeah so he told me you want to do this and I said well can you help me he called he grabbed the phone and he called he was depressing at that time for a little time until they get someone from someone else his name is um, Shankar Pandi he's an African-American devotee excellent devotee he was one of my mentor as well and he said yeah he can come anytime. He can come here and, and stay with us. I arrived in Chicago. I went straight to him, and they gave me a room on the temple. Well, did they give it to you on any conditions? Did they? Well, you gotta say... do service. Um, it, it it's not that you have to, but if you're living in a place, yeah. I ha I have the money. I was making money. I can pay rent. Yeah. But as well of of giving giving you know some donations uh he told me listen sometimes you know you can do some service you can watch pots you can clean the floor you can I say i have no problem i clean my house when i was living with my mom there is no problem with that i adapt myself real quick 
to this living. Yeah. But remember, music is still priority. But you would still go out at night and and, and, and play, and, yeah, and play, play, play. Yeah. And they knew about it. Yeah. The good thing is, I get home, I get to the temple at three o'clock in the morning. I took a shower, changed my clothes, no dotties yet, no no nothing, no shaving heads, no nothing, yeah. and go to the program at four o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! Okay. So after that, I was exhausted, back yeah, to the room sure. and sleep. But it, it, it was continuously done, some way, somehow, that I got the idea how it was. Then sitting myself with Shankar Pandi, I told her, listen, I'm going to move out. I'm going to rent an apartment. I'm going to keep coming here and do the service and whatever you guys need me, whatever. But I need to pursue my music stuff. Hmm. When I'm done with this, when I satisfy, I really, I really done with this, I'm going to drop everything and then... Here I come again. And he said, take it easy, don't rush it, read the Bhagavad Gita, chant, and blah, 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 and you, and, and you will see, you see the changes. It was true. I started seeing the changes with time. And it wasn't... And what, 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 what are the changes? Changes is, you start seeing life the way it really is. That was the biggest impact that I have in my life with the Hare Krishna movement. You see, you perceive the life the way it is, not the way we think is. And what is it? I wrote, as a matter of fact, I wrote yesterday on my Facebook page something about uh, when you die, you're going to go to hell. You know, oh, oh, I hope he goes to the hell for all these things. And, and I wrote something that has to do a lot with, with, with those understanding that I have way before. We live in hell. We and, live in hell. And, and, and this understanding that we live in hell is part of what came out of your applying yourself to the chanting and the reading and the okay drugs yeah i'm not into it so i was the black sheep on the on the bands hmm. you were the, the only sober yeah they were doing the cocaine they were doing marijuana they were doing all this stuff yeah i was left out because i'm not part of the group yeah sometimes i lose gigs because that hmm. um drinking yeah going to 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 those uh, go-go places, whatever that was at that time, they call it, now they call it a sophisticated place, uh, strip clubs. Um, it wasn't for me. Honestly, it wasn't for me. Okay, now, but there's a difference between that's not for me and saying that's hell for everyone. Well, it's a, it's, it's a tricky thing, mm -hmm. but... I'm going to explain it the way I understand it, on my way of living. Um, it's, it's, it's no secret that, that life itself is, is, is harsh, is, is rough, okay? You try to cover it with good things, good thinkings, and, and you think money, and, and good things, good house, good car, it will alleviate Mm -hmm. or, or cover the, the, the way of the world 
that we live into it. But to me, it was different because I'm not chasing money. I don't want luxury. I don't want this. I just want to be content what I'm doing and, and live as, as, as humble as I can without having the headache that I have to prove to someone who I am in order to be alienated or, or, or be accepted as whatever. But I understood that uh, that's not the life that I want. Hmm. If I don't fit in the group because I don't, I'm not doing what you're doing, then it doesn't make sense to me. Pursuing something that at the end is going to have the same impact on me. And, and is, if I let it go too long, then it's going to be like, I told you so, why you didn't stop on time? Mm. You know, let, let's take away Krishna consciousness. Just fact of life is misery. Is is seeing people getting drunk, getting drunk up. Uh, 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 this way of doing things, it, it wasn't good for me. So... But but also, uh, I mean, and the implication is that it's not good for anybody, right? Or or some people that is sort of the the water that they're they're suited to swim in. Um, I guess it's hard to say, and I'm and and it's it's a little unfair for me to ask you to judge other people, but but for you that was there was not happiness there. No, no, even even relationships. Uh, becomes becomes part of the game too because uh, if you if you if you were popular you get the most hmm. if if you not popular you have to beg for it you know and I I didn't want to be there honestly I keep doing it but it wasn't something that I knew that that is gonna take me somewhere with that prestige that everybody's looking. First, I'm a percussionist. You know how many percussionists are in this world? I remember when I moved to San Francisco, I moved there because I want to try with Santana. Oh. And, yeah. and, and there were good percussionists with Santana, but he was looking for a percussionist, two of them, as a matter of fact. And, and I said, you know, I know they won't pick me up, but I just go for the try. I just for the experience how this was, and whatever I saw there, I didn't like it. Hmm. But I tried. I did my best. Didn't work. Good. I'm happy with that. I went back to Chicago. I, I moved to Chicago. But it's not. It's not the type of life. If you really wanna find happiness, that's not the source. Honestly, it is not because. Oh, and what is not the source? That kind of life, that, you know, the, alcohol. The, the musician's life. It's rough. Oh yeah. You know, people people think that I'm a musician. No, come on, be a musician for two three months. Yeah. When they tell you you have five gigs this month and over the sun you end up with one. How am I gonna pay rent? How am I gonna pay for my car payments? How food? It's hard to eat when you're a musician. Yeah. Yeah. It's a struggle, struggling profession is very is very you get a lot of satisfaction from it because you get in a relationship with, with a deep relationship with your instrument but but out of that it's nothing else you just enjoy yourself playing what you know and see people enjoying what you're doing 
But no, then I said, music doesn't pay mortgage, music doesn't pay car payments. There is a lot of percussionists. I'm not a good singer, I cannot try that. Uh, classical music, I'm not go for it. You know what, I'm gonna get a day job. When was this? That was 19, that was 1991. And that was after you had moved out of the Chicago Temple? Yeah, after I moved out. Then you decided, I'm going to get a day job. Yeah, I'm going to get a day job, and I'm going to work, and, and start like a regular person. And whenever there is a gig, I do it. If there's no gig, I don't get excited about it. And well, it was... What was your day job? Ah, funny. Um, I went I went to eat pizza because I was looking for something vegetarian. Uh-huh. I was... I want to eat pizza, and then I, I found this li- Little Caesar establishment in, in Clark Avenue and in Belmont, uh-huh. in Chicago. And I went in, and I said, listen, you guys make vegetarian pizzas. Vegetarian pizza, what's that? I said, well, you know, just the sauce and cheese, that's it. <laughs> and then they said, oh, we have a lot of that. Okay, but you don't put anything else. Well, unless you want it. Okay, give me. And then I started talking to the guys, and now that was a routine for me two times a week to go to the pizza place. And they were looking for a manager. I applied for it. I got the job. Hmm. So I was working as a manager at the pizza place in Chicago, Little Caesar. And I started working there, and I started doing gigs and stuff like that. Then I, I went from there. I went to CTA, the, the, the transportation, city transportation, uh, metro here. Right, Chicago Transportation Authority. So, yeah. And I did it, you know why? Because the Chicago band. Because they were, they were, they made an album called CTA. They have a, remember okay. that album? Did that you was follow Chicago? That? Yeah, it was that Chicago, album? yeah. Okay. And um, I Chicago, heard that, the band. The band, yeah. Yes, yes. So I heard that album with my brothers in Venezuela. Now, you know, hey, mm. I'm working on, 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 on the CTA. CTA. So... And from there, I went to DHL, and I lasted in DHL for 18 years. DHL, the yellow truck with the red letters yes. on it. In the meantime, I keep traveling, doing music, but I never lost the contact with the devotees. I always be present. I remember whoever I was dating, I take him to the temple. Mm. Hey, come, I'm going to show you, sorry, I'm going to show you something. What's this? Then I explained a little bit. I didn't know much, but whatever I explained, they then, but then they treat me like I was crazy. They right. laugh. Yeah, they they, they they you crazy? No eating meat. No, no, uh, no illicit sex. Who was that? What you know? But I didn't care. I was happy. That's what matters, no. Years passed by. I moved from Chicago. I moved to Florida. Uh, uh, specifically to Clearwater, because I like the area. 2008 came the the problem with the economy, uh-huh. and DHL started laying off people uh-huh. left and right. So I told my wife, let's pick a place warm where beaches are, but no Miami. And we picked Clearwater. Here comes the problem. There is no temples nearby. Mm-hmm. The near temple is Orlando and Alachua. Mm-hmm. So... I told my wife, listen, we gotta sacrifice something here. You're in a rice place, you're, you're 
you're going to be on the beach, you know, we're going to have sunshine the whole year, no winters, but I need to go to the temple. I need to keep my connection with it. And we start driving to Orlando. And I get more involved on the movement in Orlando. But it was three hours, two hours and a half coming with traffic. It was almost four hours coming back to Clearwater. Then I start thinking about it. Then when I said, let's try Alachua. Alachua was four hours. Wow. Each way. But then in Alachua, I found other devotees that I met in Miami, that I met in New York, that I met in, in Chicago. They were living there and they said, hey, start coming here. And, and as a matter of fact, Javi's kids, they lived there. They grew up in Alachua. Oh. And then I, I, I met them as well. That seems to have been a like a congregation place for the Hare Krishnas, right? Like yeah, a, it's a farm. It's a, but, but people from all over sort of migrated there. Yeah, because places. they were looking for this out-of-fishing way of living, you know, self... Self-supporting. Self-supporting and stuff like that. Self-sustaining, yeah. And, and, and it worked for them for years, and it's still working. And then they opened Gainesville, uh, the, the Krishna, Krishna Center, Krishna, something like that. And it's a lot of devotees down there in Alachua. A lot. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Some live outside, others live in the temple, but it's a beautiful place. It, yeah. it is gorgeous. So I started driving back and forth, back and forth. And I told my wife, this is good, but we're putting a lot of mileage on the cars. And what, what we can do? I said, I want to start looking. The first thing I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to look for a guru. And I started looking for gurus, watching uh, classes on, on YouTube, uh, classes all over, re listening to what stuff. What did your wife think of that? She, she, she hasn't been critical about it, but she understood that that's what I want. When, she, when we met, that's what I want, and, and mm. that's what I always... Uh, let her perceive that that's my intention. As a right. matter of fact, one of the conditions of getting married was vegetarian or no marriage. Wow. And she accepted. Mm. She's happy now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she said, wow. So, okay, so you're looking for a guru. I'm guru. So I'm, I'm watching and watching and watching. Then I see Indra Yuma Swami. I see Radhana Swami. I met Radhana Swami in Chicago those days there. Um, and I see you know, this this sadhus, you know, they're they're they great devotees. They they're they're amazing devotees. And uh, I call my friend Shankar Pandey. Hey Shankar, I'm searching for gurus. But man, how hard is to talk to Radhana Swami? Ooh, it's hard. <laughs> what about Indra Yuma Swami? Oh man, you're picking the the, the difficult <laughs> the, the ones. The celebrities. Yeah, you're yeah. you know, you're in Hollywood now. <laughs> And and say keep looking, keep looking, keep looking, and uh, in the meantime I keep talking with Javi. Javi's been a great support for me. I can say that with with my heart out and, and hanging on my hand because he has been my mentor all my life since day one in Krishna consciousness to last night. He's been my mentor, and. Keep talking to him, and, and you know this, and you know that, and and he invited me to Alachua to to the holy names and all these events, and share with him and stuff. This this is the singer. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, I met. No, no, you said you said you met his kids, but he was there too. It, 
I knew they were there because he told me my kids live there. Oh, okay. So when I went the first time at Alacha, I was looking for them mm. to get in contact, to get the, 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 the association with them. But it, it was, it was, how can I say? It was kind of hard because each one of them has the way of talking, teaching, but at the same time, it's the same, the same philosophy, no? Sure. But it was hard for me to get to them. So one day, I saw this guy dressing in white, uh, white dotty or cream dotty and cream shirt, and he's teaching class. His name Vaiseshika Prabhu. Yes, Vaiseshika Prabhu, Vaiseshika Prabhu, and I keep looking in classes and I call Shankar Pandi. I found the guru. Yeah, who's that? Vaiseshika Prabhu. Oh my God, really? You like him? You don't remember him? He said, no way. He was here in Chicago when you were living in the temple. He was a regular devotee, distributing books with Mitra, Mitra Das and myself, and we went together to O'Hare Airport. You don't remember? No, man. Oh, he's, he's the man. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the right, the right spot. So I got in contact with, I, I, I wrote a letter to him. We, we set up a, 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 um, a Skype, a Skype mm -hmm. uh, meeting. Skype. And he met with the three of us, my wife and my son. And a year after, I was getting initiated in San Francisco the day of his, his Vyasa Puya. And he's been amazing to me. When was this? It was two years ago, and I think they celebrated if his birthday, regular birthday, is in September. But they they set up the Vyasa Puja for October 10. Vyasa Puja is um, the, where you celebrate the Vedic the Vedic uh, birth uh, day, the, your birthday in the Vedic uh, system. But is that the day of your initiation, or or your his Vyasa Puja was today? Day after, but Vyasa Puja m means you're honoring. It's a day of honoring the Guru, right? Yeah, yeah, That's what yeah, it means. yeah. So I went, I went, I went for four days. I want to get everything. I, I want to have the sense. Mm. We were dreaming to be in the temple. When we got to the temple, we start crying. The three of us. It was amazing to see him. What, what three of you? My wife and my son. Okay. I, I, my my life is a circus. Whatever I go, the circus goes with me. <laughs> okay. We are, we're gonna be miserable. The three of us are miserable. That's the way we we, uh -huh. we do things. And and he recognized me right away, and he smiled at me when he opened his smile wide open to us. He, if he bought me when I met him the first time, he completely purchased me. Okay, he got me. That's it. We're in the right place. And um, we went there the whole day in Biasapuya, and the next day I got initiated. We were 11, 11 uh, karmis getting initiated. Bhaktis. Wow. Let's, let's, let's name it the right way. Bhakti. Getting initiated. And since that day, my life changed completely. Well, how? Because that was the proof that was the conviction of what I have pictured before. Well, it, it sort of validated your attraction from yes, the beginning? Yes, yes. It was, it was like, 
I don't want to compare this to that, but but no. the, the, when you when you look a girl the first time, you like her. Uh-huh. When you talk to her and she says the right words and you say the right words, you start getting you know excited about it. Yeah. When you ask to be the girlfriend and she says yes, you know you in, <laughs> and then you fall in love. Yeah. You know that was my process. Hmm. Now I fall in love. Now I'm there. I know I'm there. This is this is me and i'm like wow even in in the initiation part i felt in my whole body a transformation Uh, someone will tell me that i was being a fanatic other ones said you're kind of crazy another one said is you're you're fantasizing something no, I don't care what people say. This is what I felt. And I felt a relief. Hmm. I feel like you pulled me out of a hole that I was into it. It was hard for me to get out. And he pulled me out of there and put me in a safe ground where I can walk firmly without being afraid, without being without uh, content. And knowing that at the end of that road was the light that I'm be looking for. And he's been guiding me all the way. Yeah, we don't see each other every day. We don't talk every day because that's the concept. My guru, I talk to him. No, they're busy. They're, they're doing what they're supposed to do and, and, and all of that. But just listen. One of his class, I got enough. You know, it's, it's not like I got to be there next to him, right. following him. No. But is he the president in San Jose? In ISV, in San Francisco. Okay, yes. In, in uh, Silicon Valley. Yes, okay. Um, and he's uh, the leader of book distribution as well. Yeah. He's uh, the pusher. <laughs> right. He's the big pusher for everyone. Um, it's, how can I say, it changed. Even my son, my son did a speech that day. He was... Eight years old, and he did a speech. My wife didn't want to talk because she was crying. Mm. And then he did a speech. You listen to my son giving the speech, and you think he's not Donald Trump doing the speech, but he was an adult giving a speech about what his father was going through. And it was a beautiful day. And I dream about that day every day. Mm. I think about it because I got cured. It's not brainwash. It's it's not like a oh my god you're 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 hallucinating no it's yeah. you feel it I'm in love I'm in love with Krishna I might not be the best devotee and I'm not pretending to be the best devotee because that's not the case it just know that I can stand in front of him and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him I I feel I feel full you know I. To the point that I go, how? Oh, and I get up from the temple, and and I'm full. I'm energized. I'm, I'm I got power, but not because I'm the Superman now. I can destroy the world. No, it's just I know who I am. I know what I'm doing here. I know my purpose of this body and, and my way of living and where I'm going now. Now I know where to go. Now I go. Now I have something to look for. This has been two years? Two years. And where are you going? I'm going to Krishna, my friend. <laughs> and I how? hope I can see him. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, 
once again, I'm not pretending to be the best devotee. I don't want to be one. Sure. But I'm doing what Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada teach everyone. And I'm following him. I'm following his steps. I'm following my Guru Maharaj steps. And I know if I do the right thing, what is in my heart is what I feel is right. And I know, I'm convinced that it's something out there that these contaminated eyes can see. And eventually, if you do the right thing, if you behave the way you're supposed to, and you follow instructions, and you commit, and, and, and you chant Hare Krishna, and you get the association with the devotees, and, and you respect and don't commit offenses, uh, respect everyone, don't judge people, don't judge um, devotees, uh, accept the life the way it comes, and try not let that kind of life bother you, hurt you, I think with faith, you get there because you can feel it. Hmm. It's, it's hard to explain because um, we like to compare everything in life. Whatever happened to us, we're always comparing stuff and we shouldn't be doing that. But it is what it is. So, you know, you don't like something because you got the experience of the don't like stuff. Even someone else likes it, but you don't like it. Then you compare what you had, what you didn't have. Then you put it together and you make your own decisions and you have your conclusions of what is happening. Krishna consciousness is. How can I put this? I don't know. I, I, it's hard because it's, it's something that you cannot explain. Um, well, you know, let's put it, uh, the birth of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The three kings, they got there. Why? Because they star, no? Mm -hmm. And they follow the star until they get to, to Jesus Christ. Well, to me, Krishna is that star and I'm following that star. Mm. Eventually I'm going to get to where he's at. Now, your conviction is 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 very strong and i think that you are a person of strong feeling and physically you're a strong person i'm fat <laughs> well no but but Prashad, i mean have <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah all that free food <laughs> but so I wonder, do, do other people sometimes when you try to talk to them about this, do you find them shying away just because it's like there's so much conviction and strength here that uh, it scares me? When you like the girl, yeah. you approach her with tenders, <laughs> delicate. Mm. You try to be nice, soft. Even the way you're talking to the girl, mm. you go soft. You want to impress her. Mm. You don't come rush. I like you. I want to be your boyfriend. Let's get married. No, she's going to run away from you. Yeah, you know, you're, you're sweet. You're, you're, you're sweet the area. You, you're sweet. You put honey in everything you do. Mm. And it works. And it works. That say that you, you get more with honey than with vinegar. More flies with honey than with vinegar. It's true. It's true sure. because um, there is nothing more pleasing 
and not feeling this the sense it's pleasing as a devotee when you pass by another devotee and and you say Hare Krishna and they answer you back these days you say good morning nobody answers you back mm. we has we lost that already there's no manners no more yeah. we have manners we have kindness we have yeah there is always an apple somewhere somehow that and we help the apple to become part of the salad. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's the way I see it. It's it's is that you committing yourself to be a better person, no matter what. As simple as that. You're you're you want to give your best to anybody. You you want to help them. You want to to approach them the right way. And without arguments, I say you said and stuff like that. No, you just you just plant the seed. You know, just listen to them saying Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare. That's it. I did my part. Now Krishna takes over, mm-hmm. and they're gonna look for you. They they yeah some some of them they won't, but eventually. Remember, we are part of parcel of Krishna, and we live in this body. And as soon as we hear His name, like me, I heard it once. Look where I am. It took time, yes. It's gonna keep taking time, yes. But I know who he is. He's my best friend. He's the person that I tell my my bad and good things. He's the person that I can count on it. He's the person who alleviates myself when I'm when when I'm I'm not feeling good. When I start chanting or singing about him, I feel good. So why doubt it? Why why put walls in between? Why no? This is what it is. It's pure. It's I was Catholic, raised Catholic. I didn't like it. I was Christian evangelic whatever you call it. The only thing I haven't been is Jewish and Muslim. (laughs) (laughs) But I grew up with Cubans, so I know about Santeria, about all this black magic stuff. I know that. I grew up in Latin America, and there's a lot of weird things Hmm. they practice. I know all of that. You put it all together, they don't have the end of the hair, the tip of the hair, anything you can compare with Krishna consciousness. There's nothing. You don't no. You take it away. You protect Krishna. When you see things like that, you protect you 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 embrace yourself to Krishna and you protect Krishna. That's 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 an ignorant way to put it because how can you protect Krishna? He's protecting you. Right. But that's the way you feel. You care for him. You you don't let nobody you know disrespect him. And that's what it is. Is the essence, it's like a good perfume hmm. or, or, or cologne yeah. for us. Yeah. When you wear it and you smell it good, you know you're protected. <laughs> you know, you go out and you know, whatever you go by, everybody's going to turn, it's going to smell you. Wow. What kind of cologne is that? Where you bought it? You know? That's, that's Krishna consciousness. And, and why is Krishna consciousness? People think there is it's a group of people practicing something 
or is the new religion of the 21st century or whatever. No, Krishna consciousness is a way to make yourself think of Krishna 24 7 365 days a year everything is Krishna whatever you do whatever you say whatever you even dreaming whatever Krishna that's the consciousness is in you he's he's protecting you and you're part of him how can you not think about someone that I want to use this word, but it's not the word that I should. But he owns you. Hmm. If you look at it, he made you. Mm-hmm. He fabric- fabricate you. He, you know, he said, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna open the door. You go down there, but remember, this is your house. Whenever you want to come back, you're more than welcome. And just think of me. Be there. You know, whatever you do, offer it to me. If you're eating, offer it to me first. Offer me a little water, a flower, whatever." And I will accept it. When you come to the temple, what what do you like the most? I feel like I'm at home. But I mean, I'm at home. Of everything that's going on, do you, do you, is it the deity worship that grabs you? Is it the music that grabs you? Is it the is it the chanting? Is it the japa? Is it the? Is a combination of everything. So there's not one particular thing you gravitate to. No, because one is attached to the other one. Yeah, yeah. You can you can break it apart because you know if you see the deities, you're gonna see Krishna. You're gonna say Hare Krishna. When you chanting, you say Hare Krishna. When you thinking, you Hare Krishna. When you see someone, Hare Krishna. When you, you know, mm. when you uh, say so, hi to someone, you say Hare Krishna. So it's that Hare Krishna that that appeals to you the most. Is it, I don't know what he have, but it moves you. It, mm. it, it's it's like a battery. You know, um, yesterday, my my mother in law she was cooking some stuff. And she forgot to start the the, the vacuum, the whatever it is. Oh, the, the vent fan. The vent fan, yeah. And she forgot. And then a little, you know, smoke came out. Mm-hmm. And the alarm went out. Beep, uh-huh. beep, beep. I came down. I took the battery and, you know, yeah, yeah. fan it away. It's, it's, how can I say this, man? I come to, to I come Sundays for the feast, but I'm not coming because we're getting together. Mm. I come in because I can see him. I can see Radharani. I can see Goranitai. And and just seeing them, that's it. I can go home. I don't have to stay. I do my services dressing Prabhupada on Wednesday. Mm. And it's me and him. Just by ourselves. I talk to him. I hug him. I, I dress him with, with, with kindness. With Because thanks to him, we know about Krishna. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't know about. And 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 I protect him. You know, if I see something wrong on it, I go and fix it. If, if I come to the temple, the first thing we do is it's pay our reverences to him and obeisances. And, and when I'm doing I'm looking at him and, and I'm detailing. And I should mention for listeners, you're talking about uh, Prabhupada's Murti. 
So Murti, yeah. At the back of the temple room is a physical. It's a statue. It's, it's like we a call statue it a statue, but it's not. Of it's Prabhupada. It's Prabhupada. Yeah. Yeah, it's a statue. But it's Prabhupada. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's Prabhupada. Hey, good morning, Prabhupada. Good morning, Master. Good morning, Guru. Good morning, Maharaj. Mm. Or good morning, Father. Because he's our father. If you look at it, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. And and I love Prabhupada. Did you see the movie? No, not yet. No. Shame on you. You yeah, should have seen it. I know, I should. It's beautiful. Put it this way, my son, we, we went to see the movie and we were the only three persons on the on, on the room there on, on, on the on the showing uh, room. And the movie start from the start to the end, my son was crying like a like a baby. He was suffering. He suffered every second of the movie because he knew what Prabhupada went through and he's watching it now. He read about it. He's watching it. And can we, could you, do you know the full name of the movie? Um, it's like the... The, the Hare Krishna, the, the... The man, the... The man, the... The, 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 the movement. The movement the, and then... But that should be enough for people who are listening to... Yeah, please, go and watch. <laughs> now it's in Regal movie theaters. Whatever you see Hare Krishna on, on, on the board of the theater, Regal theaters, just get there, watch the movie, and your life will change automatically. Because if that man, let's call him man, as little as nothing in his pocket, came to the, the biggest nation in the world and did what he did, and 50 years after, still happening, I never see a man doing that. Mm -hmm. Never. I've seen great people doing wars, uh, uh, battles, winning battles. Uh, uh, famous musicians? Yeah, famous. No, no. Put it this way. In, in short period of time, Prabhupada did more than the Beatles they did at the time. If, if, if you look at the, the right way, yeah. let's not get fanatic here, okay? But looking at the right way, he accomplished so much being nobody, okay? Because he was nobody here. And he accomplished so much that he became the biggest one. And it happens the Beatles was behind him. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. The big group, the famous group now is Prabhupada, up and the, it's funny, but yeah. that's the way life is. Mm. Is that's the way it was presented? We accepted, and we. I'm grateful. I I have an altar in my house, and Prabhupada is beside Krishna because that's that's the Prabhupada to me is everything. Mm. I I read passages of of Prabhupada talking, saying something. To the point that I follow certain stuff or certain, um, uh, how you say that? Uh, things that Prabhupada wants for us to follow. You know, there is time, circumstances, and, and places when he talked. But but like I work, I drive the city buses in Maryland 
DC and Virginia. I work for Metro. And I work with my TILAC on it. Oh, you do? Yes. I work every day with my TILAC. Everybody respect me. And the funny thing is the door of the, the, the bus open and here comes someone. Hare Krishna. Hey, Hare Krishna. <laughs> How you doing? Bro? Yeah. Oh. You know, even my, my boss one day, he called me. He said, listen, uh, what, I did something wrong. He said, no, no, no. Close the door. I want you to tell me something. I've been watching you in the camera because they do that. They yeah. watch you what you do and stuff like that. And he said, can you tell me what is that thing that you sing and it makes you so happy? <laughs> you're driving the bus so happy and you tell everybody, hey, good afternoon, what's up, boss, how you doing? Oh, that's a, it's a Hare Krishna saying, how that goes, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, da, da. and he goes, wow, and that makes you happy? <laughs> yes, very much. That's the only way I can do this job. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be driving buses. Mm. It's, it's amazing. Mm. Everything. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm at home and, and, and I get some instrument, some, some guitar or something, and, and, and I want to play something, any song, whatever, and I start doing the, 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 the melody and the stuff, and I end up singing Hare Krishna. I forgot about the song. Mm. And then I look different ways of singing and different tunes and stuff like that. But that's Krishna consciousness. And it's it's not brainwash. It's no it's no something that you have to do because now you're 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 part of the 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 movement and, and you have no 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 it's natural. It's it comes out natural. It's it's like cascade falling on top of you in a hot, hot day. You feel so refreshed, you know, it's refreshing. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, and, and Krishna give you that. Have you ever tried chanting? Sure. You like it? Yeah. You feel the same thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we are part of the same, <laughs> the, the, the same satisfaction. Yeah. I mean, the same ecstasy. Um, I don't have a guru, okay, um, and I don't always. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm not really a devotee, but I very much enjoy the association of devotees, and so I figure. Well, that's something to work with. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got the key. <laughs> I show up every Sunday. Yeah, you got the key. <laughs> You put so, on the door. If, if there's, you just need to turn it a little bit, yeah. and the door will open. <laughs> Boom! And I figure, you know, it's um, it's a it's, it's a very healthy environment. It's a it's an environment, uh, and I'm talking about uh, the temple grounds where people. It's beautiful. People do behave very well. This is a very civilized place to be. And, it's a society. Yeah. You know, it's a community. So. You know, I feel like I, I, I benefit from it, and um, yeah, I don't plan to go anywhere else. You see the lights on the temple for Diwali yeah. day celebration? I was putting the lights on around the temple, okay? I, my day off, I came. My mentality wasn't undoing, putting this... Because Ananda wants this done, mm -hmm. because the temple needs lights for the Diwali celebration. No, I'm doing this for Krishna, so his his temple can look nice. Right. You know, and the more you think about that, 
you start putting more love on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you find what was difficult start coming easy. And then it was hanging before I came and changed it. Now it's straight up inside that, that, that. You know, it's it's amazing. I light up everything and when the lights came out, I was happy. Hmm. It's amazing your um, the depth of your conviction. You really have something that's rare. Um, you may see it more often because you're associating with devotees all the time. No, all the time. Okay. But, because my job doesn't allow me to do that, but, but honestly, they said, they said, you are what you eat. I said, you are what you feel in your heart. If my heart is happy, because Krishna, I'm a happy person. Yeah. I believe in him. I believe in Prabhupada. And, and I believe in any devotee, because that devotee is part of Krishna as well. So whatever interaction I get with any devotee, they might, they, you might talk to someone else and they have a different view of, of conviction and, and how they, they uh, portray their, their believing. But if you perceive that and you think that's the way it is, thank you for telling me that because I thought it was crazy. Hmm. Now I know I'm good because I transmit that to you and I see your smiling face. That means it's good. So now you know when you approach people, you put the sweet on it before you talk to them. <laughs> so you know how you're smiling. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. I'm, 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 now I'm obligated to be the best example for my son. Yeah. And he's following. He's, he's, he's going to be 11 years old. He's in love with Jagannath. He's, the ja- he's in love with the Jagannath deities. Oh, Jagannath. Oh, my God. It's, he sleeps. He walks. He dreams, he eats, he thinks, he plays. Everything is Jagannath, Jagannath, Jagannath. And when we go to Jagannath Puri, Tari, I want to see Jagannath there. Have you been there? No, I want to go. I'm yeah. planning. Mm-hmm. I'm saving money for that. Yeah. Things that a day job gives you. <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah. The ability to pay the mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. Or the rent. But um, I'm happy, man. Mm. I'm happy. We translate everything that I explain to you, that I tell you. That we can keep talking anytime, whenever you want. Krishna makes me happy. And I'm grateful for it. I think that's a perfect place to wrap up our interview. Thank you, Rasa Pradadas. You learned the name now. Yes. <laughs> Rasa Prada means the nectar giver. The nectar giver. The, the, the servant of the nectar giver. Uh huh. It's Rasa Pradadas. Rasa Pradadas. So I give you a lot of nectar. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> See? And you've been listening to Questions for the Sages. I'm Michael Scherer. Thank you for listening. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. And Hare Krishna. Thank you for agreeing to this interview, Rasa Pradadas, and I hope to hear you playing the Murdanga drum soon. Thanks to Rico Hayes for the theme music, and to Miriam Lansky for discussions about how to approach the subject matter of the podcast. Thank you also to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland, for making this podcast possible. 
I'm Michael Scherer, and you've been listening to Questions for the Sages. Mm-hmm.